Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Right, welcome to another Britflix.com podcast. I've got with me British actor Joseph Milson. Hello, Joseph. Hello. And uh, we're sat here because you are the star of The Dead 2, India, which yeah. premiered at Fright Fest. Indeed, yeah. Regular listeners will know I did a glut of Fright Fest podcasts. Yeah. Um, and you're also at The Globe as well. In yeah, covered in blood and gore again, playing Macbeth at The Globe, yeah. So yeah. you want to tell listeners a bit about what The Dead 2 is first, the, and what your role is? Yeah, well, uh, The Dead was the sort of stealth hit by the Ford Brothers kind of zombie road movie shot in Africa, which was a real hit and has never stopped selling in four years or so, and um, is a beautiful sort of invented genre, like the art road movie zombie film. And uh, this is the sequel, but they, they really tried to make it have a kind of heart of its own, and it's shot in India. And I am the uh, poor bugger who, who has to uh, travel the 300 miles. As These films are basically road movies, lots of obstacles, very simple A to B plot with a lot of obstacles. That mm-hmm. really is it, but with extraordinarily beautiful things along the way and a lot of scares along the way. Um, and he's a, I mean, he's, a, he's an American guy who's gone to India. He's a wind farm engineer. And um, he, uh, he's, he's fallen in love with an Indian girl. It sounds all cheesy, but, you know, I promise you it is a zombie film. And, uh, but she's way away in Mumbai, and when the zombie outbreak happens, he's halfway up a wind farm. Uh, up at in, in a way, it's a bit of a prequel, isn't it? Because it's like it's about kind the of Because the Africa one is is it's already happening. Yeah, and he's, I think the theory is they're simultaneous. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the there's a yeah. radio broadcast, yeah. isn't it? Which I play. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I need, oh, when I went to do my ADR, <laughs> would you just quickly knock off an English? Because uh, I'm American in the movie, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I could do this English radio presenter. Yeah, yeah. Right then. So, look at rewinding the clock now. So if we just look at you as an actor. Yeah. So thinking about you as a as a youth, yeah. 
What was it? What was it that got that, that was the give you the acting bug? What bit you? What was it? Was it a person or was it a, a production? I tell you what it was. I was definitely going to be a footballer. Okay. Then I was definitely going to be a professional skateboarder. I sort of was for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Acting was nowhere in my ken. Nowhere. None of my family, it didn't cross my mind. But where I lived in the middle of nowhere in deep, dark Berkshire, there was only a few places to work. There was a co-op four-mile cycle right away. Mm. Four or five pubs, of which I lived in one, and I did not want to work in a pub because my dad had always worked in pubs. So that was a no-no. Bizarrely, in the middle of nowhere was a repertory theatre, professional theatre, but in the middle of nowhere called the Watermill Theatre in Newbury. And that was just somewhere to work. You could clean toilets, you could uh, serve food and drink, or you could clean the actors' digs, where the actors lived, whatever these strange creatures called actors were. I did that a bit as a teenager, and then when I was about 17, 18, I was a big lad for my age, and I got sort of trained up as a carpenter building the sets and being the flyman up above the theatre, flying the scenery in and out. And basically, there was a... In short, there was a... I had already had a funny moment or two watching a couple of films late at night on BBC Two. Now, I, I thought you literally had to be born into the f- circus. I thought it was like the circus. Mm. So I was working at this theatre, but it never crossed my mind that someone could do that. I'd talk to actors occasionally, and once or twice they'd say, you should have a go at this, you're quite a good-looking lad, blah, blah. I'd say, oh, no, 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 I can't. <laughs> what do you mean you can't? I said, I haven't got any family in the business. And they'd laugh and move on. But yeah, I thought yeah. that was the deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a genetic uh, code. Yeah, I thought it was... Uh, <laughs> anyway... You know, there were a couple of films, like, I remember I missed the start, and of course with no ad breaks on BBC, I didn't know what Midnight Cowboy was, but I remember very clearly about 12 years old watching Midnight Cowboy, and John Voight's performance in particular, actually, and going, I don't know what's going on here, but I like that, and then a couple of other films had a similar thing on me, and it all came together, but it was late, no stage-struck kid, it was about 18 years old when a few actors, professional actors, said, no, 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 you can do this. And I was a naughty youth, kind of on YTS, car stereo training, stealing schemes, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And it sort of saved my life, and they pushed me to London, pushed me into drama schools. A couple of these old actors sent me 100 quid a term, you know, to help me out. And so you, did, you ended yeah, up doing yeah, some Yeah, and training. I ended up going to a proper one of the top drama schools in London, yeah, wow. out of nowhere, really. And what was the value, do you think, to the form? Having, having not, not through, obviously, trying to observe it, but having observed a theatre yeah. and then going to be trained. How, how well, because like, I've ended up doing a lot of theatre, it's very good because I have been a stage manager and I've done every job there, wardrobe and backstage. So, essentially, all the biggest bonus is that when stage managers act like martyrs, and like their life's really tough, I can kind of go, yeah, it's not that bad. And, <laughs> and, and uh, that's a real bonus. Um, I don't remember when I was thinking. Yeah, it's not that hard. Come on. Um, that's probably one of the best bits. Um, I don't know. I just, yeah, I see it as a job. I've got no illusions about it. I, you know, I could see how poor. And, uh, but it looked like fun. And it has always felt like a family. All mm. that nonsense is kind of very like the circus. Mm. That's why I thought it, I think. Yeah. I met these people. It looked like they all knew each other. Like they were all blood related. Mm. But that's just the theatre. Because in ten weeks, that's how much they get to know each other. Of course, So yeah. that, it, it kind of, you know... Yeah. So what, what, what acting role then do you consider to be the one where you went, hold on a minute, this is what I'm going to do? I mean, there's one thing, seeing it as being fun, but then yeah. realising... I don't know. It really was... I had pictures of James Dean on my wall like any other boy. and uh, But I think it was, I'd like to say it was Jack Nicholson in The Shining and, and John Voight in Midnight Cowboy. And, I, and I've met Dustin Hoffman and John Voight now. Mm. And I've managed to, I've been able to say drunkenly to John Voight, 
Yeah. He's the reason I'm doing this nonsense. And uh, he was sweet. Dustin Hoffman told me to piss off, but John Voight was lovely. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the day I can, I can, meet, I can meet Danny Boyle, because he's yeah. from the same town yeah, as yeah, me. Yeah. So I'm like thinking, if someone from the same town as me can win an Oscar, then you're, like, you're thinking... He'll be bloody lovely. He'll be you know, over the moon. Be like, yeah, that's yeah. all bets are on. Mm-hmm. Right, so fast forward then to yeah. Dead 2. Yeah. Uh, how did you get the role of Nicholas Burton then? How did oh, that come I'll try about? and do the short version of this. I did a short film in 1996. Wowzer. Directed by Jonathan Glenn Denning, who directed 13 Hours and a few other sort of horror things. You know. Yeah. Um, and the, it was operated, the camera operator was Howard Ford. The director of photography was John Ford. That was 96. They weren't making their own films then. So you were networking at that point? <laughs> it, unknowingly. Yeah, but yeah, basically, yeah. we got on brilliant. A four-day shoot. Very classy short film. Mm. Very classy. It was like up for a BAFTA, you know. Um, oh, okay. And, uh, what was it called? La Belle Dame Sans Merci. Okay. It's out there somewhere to yeah, be bought, yeah. you know. Uh, we, we got on brilliantly. Now, <laughs> I... Last year? It was only last year at Cannes. I went to... I was trying to go to Cannes as a producer. I've got no money on my own, but a mate, was, uh, um, John Langridge, who directed Four with Sean Pertwee, was trying to get this film together. He wanted me to be in it. I'd helped him get some cast attached. He said, you're basically acting like a producer. I said, oh, I don't want to be a producer. He said, no, 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 you are. You don't have to do anything except be, you know, talk to people and, you know, let's get involved. At that point, that film was called The Dead. And we were supposed to be going to Cannes. I was so broke I couldn't afford to go, but he sent me all the paperwork and my little business cards for going, if I could get it together. And I said, hang on a minute, I'm sure there's a film called The Dead. And he went, no, 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 I don't think so. I went on IMDb and said, for God's sake, John, it's only three years old, two years old, and it's a big hit. And hang on a minute, I think I might know these guys. Uh, Howard and John Ford, and, you're talking 17 years. My brain went... I got hold of Jonathan Glenn Denning, said, do you by any chance have the email? Do you think these guys... He said, yes, it is them. Gave me the email. I sent Howard Ford an email 17 years later. So basically you got in a house on fire, then 17 years later you got, you got you yeah. reunited. Yeah. That's I just said, look, we're supposedly making this film called The Dead. We can't have that title, can we? And he, in short, said, holy shit, Joe Milson, we've been following your career completely. We wanted you to do The Dead one a bit. Sort of checked you out. You weren't available. Um... Uh, do you want to come to Cannes with me? <laughs> and, and he drove me across the Pyrenees to Cannes. And we had a great time down there. Now, unbeknownst to me, mm. I didn't even know The Dead 2 was in existence then. They were okay. going down to go to Cannes, then write it. And they both... Well, I met John and Howard again. We had a lovely mm. time at Cannes. Then they wrote it with me in mind. And I nearly couldn't do it, but we managed to do it. It was a very quick shot. I was in Los Angeles doing the pilot season nonsense. And then I went straight from there to India mm. to do it. Yeah, it's great. And in fact, I turned down a, a posh pilot because I really wanted to do that. I was really passionate about this what film. Are they, what, are they, that, they're co, are they, do they co-direct? They co-direct. So how's that working to two directors? Do they have specific roles? Or it, they, it, or they, because there's such a kick-bollock scramble element to a lot of their films, they put themselves... Say that again, in, just in case we didn't get that. Kick-bollock scramble. Yeah, just checking. Yeah. You know, they're in a dangerous area, they haven't got permits necessarily, mm. and yet they're trying to achieve something that on most films would be a three-week shoot in five hours. Yeah. They are ambitious to an unbelievable level. Every day I'd read what we were doing and go, yeah, well, good luck, I wonder what they will actually do. They would do it to the letter, everything they'd written somehow, mm. with a crew of nine people and 400 extras who didn't understand English. They'd get it done. Um, but uh, on the floor, it, it depends who whose expertise... They have, between them, you know, 50 years' experience. They are very experienced, beautiful 
artistic cameramen and photographers. And mm. So they're thrown together shot is better framed and thought out and lit. Because they're like high end ads, isn't it? Yeah, like that. very that's, that's those posh Guinness ads yeah, yeah, and what have yeah. you. They've done those sort of things and, and they've you know they've made four features now, I think. But um so it really varies. On the whole it ended up often being they both chip well, we got such good sixth sense going, there wasn't a lot of directing for the acting for me. Yeah. There was quite a lot for the Indian actors. They they kind of trusted me a lot, although I took all the notes they gave and they both gave good notes, acting notes, but it ends up on the floor being their greatest skills are Howard is a great operator, mm. a great operator, and, and John is a naturally great director of photography. So nine times out of ten, that's how it worked. And mm. whatever needed directing, they'd both chip in. You know. But it worked. Yeah, well, and then they'd row, and they're brothers, so you felt like it was a very private thing. But it doesn't mean to anything to them. They just dust it off, wipe their feet, and move on. Yeah. And some of us will go, Jesus, feels like a massive domestic. It was nothing. That's how they operate. You know, okay. it's fine. It's never, never personal. It's only about the work and move on and nobody bears a grudge. They wake up the next morning happy as Lowry. It's brilliant, brilliant. So in addition to the kind of sibling rivalry stuff going on, how, yeah. how hairy was it with the um, are we sure we can film it kind of element to the, to the it, production? Incredibly hairy. I think they wrote a book about the making of the first one. They really could again with this. Every day, you know, we were stoned by locals. We were... Uh, you know, we, we we had a few near-death moments, not in an exaggerated or you should have seen the size of the fish that got away story. Really did have some hairy mm. moments that I won't... I didn't tell any of the women in my life, you know, fiancé, agent or mother about. <laughs> because it was putting yourself, you know, in some silly situations. But we Do all you think what the liability might not have covered it then? Is that what you're saying? I think so, yeah. I think so. <laughs> it, it, yeah, equity weren't, weren't on this one. And my stunt man had five weeks off for the entire five-week shoot. There was no, you know, I did everything. Uh, yeah, there were some hairy moments. There really were. With lo- with some, I don't want to uh, cast aspersions on the Indian people. There were a lot of lovely, lovely, lovely yeah, people yeah. where we went who were pleased to see us. But a lot of the times you get kind of, actually, that's my great-granddad's tree. Is it? Yeah. So, and they wanted so much money. And Howard, pay all he had, he didn't have that much money. But mm. it's just his whole, he got wrist stake handing out rupees, you know. And then sometimes they want. Sometimes they wanted money to let us leave alive, and clubs and things would come out. And you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, no yeah. protection. We didn't have any security with us, um, and we had to get into rucks sometimes. And, and uh, you know, and they threatened to rape our translator woman. They, you know, here and there it was hairy. I had a blank bullet that wasn't a blank bullet whiz past my eye and take the finger of the munitions guy off. You know, no way. it just. You know, and um, I had to kick a car off a cliff because it got stuck and we only had one take. And I'm scared of heights. But I stood on the top of this cliff and pushed the car. I mean, too You me, pushed too that car? Yeah, I kicked it. Well, I was supposed to get it. We did it, sort of more or less oh, for real. Kind of, that yeah. kind of I got out and it, it, it went. We had one take. It went, but then it stuck three feet off the edge. Stuck. Oh, for God's sake. So I just went, got myself hanging over. The, you'll see it on the extras when they eventually release okay, it. Okay. And I, I kicked it off, and that's a man with vertigo. That's how sort of lost in all the nonsense I was. It was it, but it was brilliant. It was the experience of a lifetime. Mm. It was the, what it was was the guerrilla filmmaking idea where nobody is there for the money, and it's, it's let's shoot it here, let's shoot it now. They see, see a location, they go, forget the one we're driving to, that's it. We go there, we make it happen. But the difference is most guerrilla filmmaking, you've got very young... 
inexperienced people. So you have the same shooting from the hip vibe, but with everyone there, every department. I mean, there's one person per department. Mm. I'm the acting department. That's the everyone there has 20 odd years experience and are kind of masters of their craft so you've yeah. got the same throw it together but everyone is throwing it together I had one or two takes but knew how to make sure it counted on the yeah, one yeah, or yeah, two yeah. takes they knew how to make it work it was so exciting I was really like, excited like boys own than it does about it, yeah I mean they are psychologically those two are of the exact same breed that two generations ago would have been up the Amazon with a machete you know, they're, they're adventurers. Yeah, they're, yeah. They are fearless adventurers. They do not understand the word no. Uh, and that's really exciting, you know. And that's partly why they wanted me to do it. They knew... Because this short film we did in 96, they never forgot. It was actually my first time in front of a camera ever was with them. Wow. And it was shot on 35 mil or something, this short film. It was beautiful. But they remembered it was... I got frostbite. I mean, I was in a suit of armour, lying by the side of a lake with snow everywhere, try, and I didn't complain. Ten hours lying this thing. I went home with fingers going black, you know. Mm. And they re always remembered that about me. And they sort of went, actually, we need those people who don't whinge and don't moan. Hardy soul. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> they will go for it. Uh, but I'm eternally grateful. I can't. I really hope it does things for them. Mm. You know, as much because it it won't float everyone's boat, but it's genuine. It's mm. made with total sincerity. Yeah, Phil. Whatever it is, it's from their heart. And the DVD's you know. out early 2014. That's that's the theory. Yeah, they're they're being uh, they're being correctly fussy about the deal the deal isn't done yet they have several okay. offers from distributors they wait it's it's doing it's having a it's in competition at the scream fest in la next oh, cool. week it's in competition at what's the big stigley's uh, the festival in spain oh the citrus festival citrus festival it's yeah, in yeah. it's in a, it's in the competition not as a horror film it's in the normal oh excellent best film category um so they're doing all that, which they didn't do with the first one, and they're waiting and waiting. They're not after crazy money, they just want a distributor who's really passionate about it. Mm -hmm. But there's no way it won't be out early next yeah. year, you know. Well, I think it'll have a cinema release in America and posh DVD here. I think that's how it'll go. Okay, yeah. and just briefly yeah. for contrast then, I yeah. know we're Brickflix, but yeah. you are at the Globe as well. I'm so at the Globe Theatre in London playing Mr Macbeth, yeah. And, yeah. When, and when, is that running now? It's now, I've got till, to do it tonight, yeah. Till, yeah, yeah. Till, when, when does that run to? Uh, middle end of October, only okay. about three weeks left. Okay, well, yeah, it's been out. going for four months. Yeah. Okay, this goes out next week, so we'll catch the yeah, 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 top yeah, of the yeah. Yeah. Well then, finally then, yeah. This is one I primed you on, so you yeah, could uh, yeah. have a think about it. If, if, if any film could be rebooted, and you were offered the lead, what film and the character in it would you like to, would you relish reprising? All right, serious pitch. Go I've on. just thought of it when you showed me this. Go on. The, the Shining is my favourite book, full stop. You can forget George Eliot and Dickens. I think so you're primed for the sequel at the moment, aren't you? I think, like they've done the... the, the um, uh, you know the the psycho. What's his name? The, you know they've done this TV series. Yeah, Bates Motel. Bates Motel. I feel Jack, the character, either has a series in him, or Stephen King has just released a book which is the sequel to The Shining about the son, which is whatever happened, happened to him. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Now, somewhere along the, those lines, I think a properly written, properly written TV series of that character, be it the son or the. That's why. That's where I'd be. I think the original, because Stephen King hates the film. Mm. I love the Kubrick film, mm. but Stephen King hates it, and you wonder what the one he'd approve of would look like. Have you seen the TV version? No, I've King? heard it's fantastic. It's very different. Yeah, I've not read the book, but people that have read the book tell it's me it goes, it goes more into the um, 
into the Indian burial ground yeah, element yeah, of the yeah, book, yeah. which obviously... And also just the male... It's a great book about men. Well, the, the, complaint, <laughs> the complaint people have and the praise that, that the Shining film gets yeah. is, is in equal measure is about um, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, as yeah. He, he, plays it, he plays it already mad at the yeah, start of the film. Right. Some people don't like that. Whereas the fact that the film just goes from batshit crazy yeah. to batshit crazy yeah. Yeah. all the way yeah. through it, it, yeah, 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 yeah. it's almost yeah. like he has to be yeah. to, to be in that yeah. world yeah. well no, I think that's a good yeah. idea I, 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 it's not a bad one is it that's what I'd right now go for ok then well, yeah. Look, yeah, we should do it there you go yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, do, I'll do a treatment yeah brilliant well look thank you very much Joe pleasure absolute pleasure and good luck tonight thank you it's the Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.